Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Survival Cast. As always, I'm your host, Randy Bruce, and we are here to discuss a extremely exciting week three. But I am joined by my first ever guest on the show, my good friend Dylan. Dylan, man, how have you been? How are you, Randy? Thank you for having me. It's been too long. I am so happy. You know, I was at work earlier when I messaged you. And as soon as you said yes, I'm like, this is going to be the best show by far. Oh, I love that. We're going to have so much fun. You are so, like, more entertaining than me. So I'm just going to keep going to you for everything. And I'm so excited to hear what you have to say about, like, everything that's been going on. Because it has been extremely entertaining at least from my point of view so far i'm really good i'm so excited to dive into this with you tonight we're gonna have so much fun all right so i'm just going to start right at the beginning of the episode we've got an hour here just to discuss things and kind of uh see where we're heading in terms of this survivor season which has been full of twists and and turns definitely jeff promised them and about a million advantages uh but we start off the episode with liana or liana whichever way you want (laughs) to i think it's liana pretty sure i think so too uh so we start off with her she's really struggling with the fact and this goes back to week two where they decided the yase tribe decided to go they decided to go Voce instead of Xander. Now, I want to hear, I, I gave my piece on that. Uh, I mean, they had the opportunity to get rid of Xander, but I I don't, I still don't know if they made the right choice there. What do you think about Yase going kind of with Evie and Liana going with Tiffany um, and going the Voce route instead of Xander? I think time will definitely tell if it was a good move or not, but I feel like they might have screwed themselves because Xander has all these advantages and everything. And if his idol gets activated, then one of the girls are going to have to go. So I feel like their alliance, like they could have probably played it better, but also yeah. with a wild card like Tiffany, you kind of have to like appease her because it's only five people. Like every vote really counts at that point in the game. Tiffany, Tiffany is something, man. She is, I honestly uh, love her. I'm obsessed with her. I, I don't know how to feel about her. I don't because, like, first off, I love how she's playing the game and she's proved to me wrong in my like preseason like predictions about everybody. I'm like, okay, this is an older lady, a teacher. She's going to come off a little bossy just because she's used to teaching. Um, and I just didn't see her really doing anything. And so far, she's been very active and I want to hear your full thoughts on her, but we'll get to another reason she's been super active and what she finds here in a second. All righty. All right. But that the next thing we see after uh, Liana's moment uh, is, I mean, they just place these advantages, the beware advantages. Literally on the ground, like right. In front <laughs> L- of right. I mean, like, okay, it, just picture yourself on the island. It's it's right there. I mean, everyone, like, I'm still shocked that people woke up and did not see this thing instantly. I'm shocked that they didn't see, like, a producer run and throw it on the ground. It's, like, right in front of them. Like, <laughs> like what middle, are you doing? Middle of the night, you wake up the middle of the night, and you're like, uh, bro? <laughs> you see, like, Jeff Probst running around dropping packages for you. Ex- freaking beware advantages. That's what he's been doing this season. And the, but and I'm the, here for it. And the thing is, too, like, this isn't, like, they're not getting up you know pitch dark outside 
you can tell it's been it's been light outside for a minute. Um, and it's just sitting here, and we'll start with the Yase tribe since we're already talking about them. And we'll start with Tiffany finds it. She's the one to find it. And she instantly, I mean, kind of, if I remember correctly, granted this aired two days ago, so I'm trying to remember everything and how it broke down. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, she kind of found it in front of Liana and Evie. Was it Liana and Evie, right? She found it yeah, in front of them? Yeah, right in front of them. And she was not happy <laughs> about that. She was going to keep that to herself. Oh, my gosh. So she's just kind of, she finds this and she's like, oh, you guys want to read it together? Let's open it. Meanwhile, uh, if you look at Liana, Liana looks like she's about to kill somebody. She's pissed. She was she, just there. She, she is just still irate it. about this situation. She's uh, bitter. And, and she opens it up, and we see that, you know, it kind of it doesn't take us back to as a Rob's podcast says it, or sorry, not Rob's podcast as a No Buffs podcast. Sorry, I've been listening to a lot. Uh, they call it Shipwheel Island. They don't take us back there, but it is <laughs> kind of like that. It's sneaking out middle of the night. There's going to be a boat to pick you up and you have to, you know, you have to get there or miss out or you lose your boat if you don't get on this boat. So I found that very interesting. Uh, Kind of a new twist we see this season. I love it. I think it's so fun. So much new stuff and they're just going to probably keep what works and like scrap what people don't like. But like they said, it's a new era of Survivor. So like you got to add some new stuff and make it interesting. Yeah, I was going to ask how you feel about that, too, because a lot of people are saying that it's we're sacrificing the normal time that we see these castaways kind of living at camp, you know, kind of start getting angry with each other. And a lot of people feel we're sacrificing that for all these new twists and turns. I think someone said we spent 19 minutes, something like that, of the the 43 minute episode on just advantages. So you're, you're a fan of the advantages right now. I like them, but I also feel bad for people like Erica and Heather who literally get nothing and have probably been trying to get on Survivor forever. So I feel like that's kind of shitty. But before this week, I don't think I heard one thing come out of Heather's mouth. Yeah, and that's so sad because she, I remember the first episode in like 20 years or something, and now she gets on the show and it's like advantage show, but like Mm -hmm. I'm sure she'll get her time eventually. You have to give her time at some point surely enough like i i figure the narrative this season has been like really big on the fact like i feel like you can tell who your contenders are and then you can tell who's not going to play a factor this season at all yeah i i think you could see that for sure so tiffany finds the one for yase then we move on to trying to remember the the next tribe was it um it was brad yeah it was Ua. Mm -hmm. Ua. Ua and Brad is, oh, I love Brad. I love Brad him. is my we'll favorite. <laughs> he so was my favorite. Uh, oh my gosh, I love him. He better come back and play. He I, be- I know him. he's older, but he is. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But Brad is literally. You said that they kind of just set it right at everyone's feet. I mean, it was literally at Brad's feet. Yeah, it was like, <clears throat> come on now, it was right at his feet. <laughs> And literally last episode, they were like, oh, yeah, Brad never leaves the camp. So, like, obviously Brad's going to find it. Like, come on now. He's sitting there, and I, for real, for real the way they were building it up, I thought he was just not going to see it. And I was oh, like, yeah. are you joking me? <laughs> like, so he finds it, and he didn't get as unfortunate as Tiffany was. 
obviously he was i did find this interesting i don't know if you notice this he just he picked it up he sees beware advantage he opens it right at camp he doesn't go off or anything. literally I, he <laughs> didn't even move i was waiting for like shan to like round the corner catch him. i'm like what are brad he's he's special he's an idol in himself. it's like what are you doing <laughs> Sitting, I, I much like you, I was waiting for someone to walk in camp and just would turn the corner been, and be like, "Would have been great TV. It would have been perfect. It would have been amazing." I don't know how Brad would have explained it. To be honest, you really don't at that point. You're just gonna have to own up to it. I feel like, <laughs> uh, and then we get to the inexistent tribe of Luvu, who Luvu. we <laughs> who we know almost nothing about. And they're all kind of sitting at camp, and Sydney literally sees it, and she's, like, staring at it. And, like, please nobody else see this thing right now. Exactly. And she just not – this is something that I feel like you would do if you were on the show. She nonchalantly just walks over, bends down, picks it up, and continues on. And then she freaking (laughs) – she reads it without even seeing the word beware on the top. Oh, I forgot about that. How do you, how? I mean, that is so real. I love Sydney. I, I see a lot of my qualities in her. <laughs> you think she can go far in this game, Sydney? I don't know. I feel like just based on like the little scene that we're gonna get to where they um got on the boats. Yeah. Already, Tiffany doesn't like her. I don't think that bodes well for her. Like a <laughs> random person already doesn't like her personality. Yep. I feel like that should be worrisome to her. Uh, she did have a, an interesting thing, was it this episode, if I remember correctly, um, where, I mean, last week, literally last week, she was like, we cannot live without Nasir. Nasir is essential to this tribe. And then this week, she's like, look, we're good without Nasir. We really don't need him. She is crazy, but I love it. She's so hot or cold. She either likes you or she doesn't like you. And she doesn't make any like qualms about it. And I think that's kind of like, a good character. Usually we don't get any good like villains that are snarky early on. Yeah, Voce was supposed to be sort of the villain. Everyone thought he may end up being that villain, but obviously didn't see much of him. So maybe Sydney could be that villain that we're all looking for. We still don't really know in terms of the Luvu tribe where everybody stands. We don't we know, don't who, know who's any working dynamic. together. None. At we all. don't even know who Erica and Heather even are at this point. <laughs> who are they? Who are those people that you just like, mentioned? Like, who, who is who? she? Who is she? <laughs> who? Like, I want to know who they are. I'm ready for it. I know Erica's good at puzzles, and Heather like to sit out of the challenges. That's all I know so far. We are definitely going to get to Heather sitting out the challenges as well, as that's a big talking point. And Erica, I do feel like Erica, there's something there in a player. I feel like she could be a character on the show. If we just get to know a little about her. I think like once they lose a challenge, I feel like she'll emerge. But right now she's not really essential to the plot. So they're not going to put her All in. hell is going to break loose. When oh they... yeah, Luvu's going to be mad. <laughs> I'm so ready for it. Oh, all right. So we got the three people who are, again, they have to sneak to the boat middle of the night. Uh, I joked with my brother. I'm like, hopefully it's not one of the boats with an engine. That'd be pretty difficult <laughs> exactly. uh, to sneak to. But we got Sydney, Brad, and Tiffany. I can't think of three better people to find the, you know, this advantage. And they all did it. I mean, Tiffany and Sydney seemed like they had no trouble sneaking out of camp. But when they were actually at the advantage, they're like, hey, we got to get back. We don't have any time here. Uh, exactly. while, while Brad 
Uh, he went Ferris Bueller, and he built <laughs> he I built this that. dummy to try to fool the camp. Now, a lot of people keep joking about this and how bad it looks and yada, yada, yada. I don't think – a lot of people don't understand how dark it has to be there. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure two shoes, like, sticking up in the sand, if I woke up in the middle of the night, that's going to fool me. I'm not going to go investigate what's laying next to me. True. And, like, why would you want to go wake someone up that's sleeping and piss them off and have them vote you off because of that? Like, give them space. Like, if <laughs> yeah. I see, like, a little outline, like, that is Randy. Like, I'm not going to question that's you or not. And I heard I heard Rob, too. He said, to be honest, or it might have been Fishback, but he said, to be honest, most of the time they're not going to question if you get up in the middle of the night. They're just going to assume you're going to use the restroom and they're probably going to go back to bed. Exactly. Like, who cares at that point? And they're probably way too tired to, to care, to be honest. Yeah, they have, like, um, no food, no sleep. Like, I don't care at that you, point. You like, go do Going you. to bed. Yeah, like, <laughs> live your best. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you want to you wanna look for an idol, knock yourself out. Yeah, and the pitch black, enjoy. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> While I get whatever sleep I can. Yeah, uh, exactly. But we get to these three. They get to another one of these kind of twist and turns, prisoner dilemma um advantages this one this is one of the ones i get what they're doing and i I like it um but i mean throwing the tarp in there didn't make much sense to me but basically it's all three of them have to make a decision if all of them choose tarp then was it they get the tarp or they don't get anything at that point to be honest i don't remember the (laughs) (laughs) it's like if all all of them choose tarp then they all i think they all get one yep yeah, and then if all of them choose to risk their vote, or no, steal a vote, it was a steal a vote. If all of them chose to steal, get a steal a vote, they then all they all it. lose their vote. Mm-hmm. And then if one person chooses the tarp and the other two choose to uh, steal a vote, then the other two get steal a vote, and that person who chose to get a tarp gets nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you're you're basically being the the nice polite person, which what we see between these three, they all like showed up and they're like, "Look, we just should we just make a decision leading everything." She's yeah, like, "Look, should we really make did. should we make a decision here?" Brad's like, "Well, no." <laughs> uh and but Tiffany she... goes, "Oh, go ahead." No, no, no. Like, like you said like Tiffany let it but Sydney shot herself in the foot because she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take the tarp." Like yeah, she should have really. I didn't Tiffany get that, that at all. That really threw me for a loop, and I was like, "Girl, what are you doing?" She, I know she feels safe on the Luvu tribe. Like I, I really get that. You know, they've been winning a lot of challenge. We haven't seen a lot of the tribe dynamic, like you said. So maybe she feels great uh, with yeah. Sean or Danny or whoever. Um, but like. It just makes no sense right away. Like, why not wait to hear what everyone else has before yeah, you just go out a little bit? I'll take a tarp. And like, cause like, even like Tiffany, Tiffany should have went for the extra vote too. Cause that, especially that when Sydney mind. said that, oh, Sydney's like, oh, I'm definitely taking the tarp. Um, Tiffany should have went for it. And even if Tiffany lost her vote, uh, from I'm pretty sure she knew Xander didn't have a vote either. So it would have been Evie and Leanna. And I, I'm pretty sure they would have yep. kept her. So it's like, I don't know, like, what these people are thinking. And that was the whole part of the episode where I was kind of like, what are these people doing? Like, I, why? I don't understand. I, not at all, I don't understand why Tiffany, I, I, I get the part that she did not trust Sydney. Her and Sydney, 
did not I mean just locked eyes and they're like oh my God. nope I like am praying that they have a swap and they end up together because I just feel like the uh, drama of it all will just be <clears throat> immaculate. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But they immediately were like not trusting. And I thought it was pretty straightforward what was going to happen. You knew Brad was going to steal a vote. Um, and I thought Tiffany was going to steal one too. And, you know, like we've been talking about, Sydney was going to just Take the tarp, which is what ended up happening after which all. Is crazy. So Brad ends up with this extra vote. Um, and it was funny. I did laugh the entire time because Brad was like, he didn't say this, but like I said, Tiffany and Sydney were literally rushing to get back. And Brad was just like, I've, I've got nowhere to be. At yeah, all. he's like, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, I got- Tiffany was so worried about getting back one time, but. Leanna and Evie knew that she was gone. I, like, yeah, I didn't even gone. think about that. Like, why don't you, like, make some connections, like, cross-tribal right now and, like, kind of try to set yourself up instead of arguing with Sydney. Like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Tiffany is just giving me, um, and I think I, I tweeted this, Tiffany has I'm playing too hard written all over her. But and, I live for it. I and love super it. paranoid. But, yeah, it's very entertaining right now. Like, I feel like uh, Tiffany is if you throw any, like, diehard Survivor fan in, I feel like that's how they would play. It would be like that's, Tiffany. That's how I would play. Yep. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, same here. Like, you play like a Tiffany. Yep. Yep. Uh, but then they head back, you know, no, no problems. No one caught him or anything. Uh, I might be getting a little out of order here, but I do want to go back to Brad because not only, uh, you know, Survivor this season has been really big on the flashbacks, um, which I think I like. I like how they're kind of editing everything together. Um, but everyone was looking for, we see a scene where everyone's looking for uh, the beware advantage or they don't know it's called that they're looking for an idol. Um, and we get JD who is like, look, Ricard, he might already have the idol. Uh, and you know, there's Shanna's super smart. So she might find it. He's basically going through and talking about how everyone could have it. And then Brad, Brad comes out and says, you know, it's funny watching everyone run around and stuff. And this, I expected Brad to find it. I, I was hoping he did, uh, but I didn't expect it just to come like this. He was like, Oh, but me and Jeannie found it 30 minutes ago. That caught me still off guard. (laughs) I was like, like, what, what, what? I was like, did I miss something? And then they did the flashback. I was like, all right, all right, I got it. Like, we're good. But I kind of liked it because usually I'm like, all right, they're showing this person looking for the idol. Like, they're going to get it. They're going to get it. That one caught me off guard, which I liked a lot. Usually you can tell by, like, the music and stuff, too. If everyone's looking around, you can kind of listen to the music and just kind of hear, okay, someone's about to find it. And, you know, you always come on that person where the music just stops and he's reaching or him or her reaching down a tree. Yep. And you're like, oh, they found it. But it was something new. They they kind of changed the narrative and did this sort of out-of-order situation. And then it does like a flashback in a flashback, and it flashes back to when Xander said his line. Oh, yes, because of the, the twist. Yes, which Brad shares it with Jeannie. Um, and they're talking about the line. Thankfully, Brad got... Because Brad is a cattle rancher. If he got the line about the goats, it might just, it, you know, it might just sound like Brad. But he got the broccoli line, which is, uh, I can't think of it 
it's something like broccoli, broccoli looks like little trees or something. Yeah, which we're gonna get to uh, during the challenge. How Brad delivered it. Brad fucked that up <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I was living. Oh my gosh, that was, was one like, of the bro. funniest things I've seen I was in like, a while. I was like, are you drunk? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know you're nervous, but like, chill. chill yeah, bro. that would have been me because I would have been saying it over and over and over again until I just like it's like lines. Like when I'm memorizing lines, I'm like, I can't keep saying them over and over and over again because I'm just going to get in my head and I'm going to forget them when I actually have to do it. Uh, But, you know, they open the advantage. He has this now. He has both advantages. He has the steal a vote and he has the beware advantage where you lose a vote until it's activated to be an idol. And this is a weird dynamic that they're doing because he doesn't have a vote, but now that he doesn't have a vote, he can't steal a vote. Oh, I was so aggravated. So I was like, no, he needs to have a steal a vote right now. Like, I love what they're doing with all the advantages, but I just feel like you can't you can't use one advantage to take away the other because then there's no point to all these advantages. Yeah, exactly. It was frustrating because then I was like, oh my God, if he didn't find the idol, maybe him and he would have been fine this episode if he stole someone's vote. Yeah. But he was truly, truly blindsided. So I feel like even if he did, like I feel like he would have gone either way. Like I don't think there was any saving him, unfortunately. I, I think it I think it makes sense if like if Brad doesn't have his vote and let's say Jeannie found it and she wanted to steal Brad's for whatever reason, which she wouldn't, but that's just, you know, as example. Mm-hmm. Um and Brad doesn't have a vote, then it makes sense. Sorry, Brad doesn't have one, you can't steal his. But like okay. just to say Brad, you have to steal a vote, but you can't take someone else's vote, which would make enti- that would make sense. Brad's like, I don't have a vote, so I'm going to steal JD's vote. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have mattered in the end if you really look at it. And that's what I listened to Brad get interviewed this morning, and that's exactly what he said. He said, we kind of just, there was really nothing I could do. Because he yeah. said, we could have took JD's vote, but then it would have been 2-2, and then I couldn't vote, so it would have ended 2-1. So it would have just wasted a bunch of time. Yeah, like, I don't know um, if he could have like given it, given it to um Genie. I don't know if he could like transfer the steal a vote, but even he did then, like, say he that was the he that was the only thing he could do possibly. Yeah, so he uh, he got dealt a bad hand, unfortunately. It was that's that's been the theme of the season. Like going forward, let's say that we get cast next season. I'm not touching a beware advantage. Oh come on, you have to. You can't open that shit. Come on, Randy. This is not the Randy that I know. I know a different. (laughs) I probably would. You know, you know, I'm lying right now. Exactly. I'd be way too excited. This is why I love you. Me and you wouldn't even read it. We'd pull a Sydney and just rip it open. Like, come on, dude. If if we ever got on the show together, it would be incredible. I would work with you instantly. (laughs) I would have to Uh, act like I didn't know you, and I'd be really bad uh, at that. I'd be like, oh, Randy, man. oh I'd my god. So oh yeah, yeah. We'd be voted off one too, because we'd be so excited. We'd be like, ah oh, shit. Yeah, we get <laughs> we get called out so quick, you know. <laughs> but uh Brad Brad then takes these two advantages and very bad for him goes and tells the lady that he believes is his number one, or I guess Jeannie is his actual number one, but mm-hmm. he is very close to Shan. I screamed he just, when he did that. I was like, don't I did too. do I just, it. I, I got off of the couch and I was like, no, Brad, why? <laughs> I, was crying. Uh, I would love to hear uh, what you think about this whole 
the whole Ua tribe and their dynamic here with Shan. Shan is uh, a JD thinks he's close to Shan. Ricard is obviously close to Shan. And I mean, Jeannie and Brad thought Shan was their, you know, their exactly. third person. Well, first of all, I will never trust a person in overalls again because Shan <laughs> overalls and she's such a snake. Her ponytails. Her ponytails. I live for it. Like, <clears throat> she oh, is man. a legend. She's running the tribe. But like, also, like, I don't really know why Brad thought it was a good idea to tell Shan because in the first episode, he went up to her and Sarah and said, yeah, I'm voting for one of you guys. So if someone said that to me, <laughs> I'd be like pissed off already. So then to reveal all your stuff to me, like I feel like I would use that against you too. So I can't hold Shan against it. I plus, was... Shan is just a legend, like getting JD's extra vote, literally like oh, running the tribe. I, I can't like, wait until we talk about that. What is she doing? Like she literally is um, feeding them some Kool Aid and they're drinking that shit up. Like they love it. She but... is. She's like the queen, and I everyone else is her subjects. Who just literally tell because we've seen this. Brad Brad did the uh, spy shack. I love and... that. I love Brad. <laughs> uh, uh, we need we need to get Brad on here. If I <laughs> if I can get Brad, I've been in contact with CBS trying to be able to interview um, the castaways because I have to get a approval from them. Um, and if we get Brad here, I I will message you instantly because we need to talk to him about something. <laughs> I love him. Uh, but he told Shan about the spy shack, and then Shan turns around and tells Ricard. And oh, my God. Immediately, and we see pretty much the same thing here, which it, here's what I feel about Brad. It's okay to tell people stuff because you want to work with them, but it's okay to hide some things, too. Mm-hmm, exactly. Because he literally pulls out, he's like, I got this beware advantage where it could be an idol, but I also got this. And I'm like, Brad, my guy. Uh, so that was that was cool to see him get all the advantages. And I love how hard he was playing. I mean, we're on day five at this point. Oh, my God. He was literally out there, like, killing it. He was slaying it. He just didn't really know where to put his trust and then bit him in the butt. Yeah. For sure. I believe uh, after that, I believe we head to the challenge. Am I missing anything? Am I forgetting any scenes? No, I feel like we went straight to the challenge kind of early on. Yeah, it was... There was, there was a lot of advantage stuff going on. So after the advantages, they had to go straight to the challenge. Yes, that's right. So we get to the challenge. And it is, uh, just to give you a quick rundown of it, you basically start on a platform kind of in the shallow water. Um, and then you have to jump off. Then there's this rope bridge you have to go across. Um, and then get on land, obviously. And it's not really a puzzle this week. You have beanbags and you have to land them on these small platforms that are, you know, extending in height. And it looks very difficult. <laughs> it looks oh, like I'd be there forever. So horrible. Uh, I'd, I'd pull a Heather instead out of the challenge. <laughs> I would, every challenge that I feel like I'm going to look stupid at or terrible at, I'd be like, nah, guys, you got this. Yeah, for Be real. your biggest cheerleader. But, First off, we have to get to the advantage, the beware advantage. And Jeff, again, much like he did with Xander, he sets Brad up. And now, oh, now we can talk about Brad's delivery of his lines. Iconic. 10 out of 10 would watch again. <laughs> I think he uh, he goes on to mention, he says, you know, Jeff, uh, you know, Jeff, um, I, I look like my hair is curly. And he's just like babbling on at this point. 
And he goes, and it, it just feels like, uh, I, I feel like a broccoli that grows on trees. It was something. so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> Which, if you are setting the rules for Survivor, and let's say Luvu said their side of things, do you accept that? Or does it need to be perfect? Oh my God, I would accept it. The poor guy was so nervous. He like knew what he was doing. He was freaking <clears throat> out. Like, I don't know what Survivor would do, but I feel like they would have given it to him. Because, Plus, like, I feel like if they didn't, the fans would have freaked out and it would have been a big thing. So I feel like they would have given it to him. Plus, I feel like they, they really want this out there. Because the longer it's not, it's like you've got a guy, a couple guys now, that just don't have their vote. Exactly. And, like, what is Luvu doing? Are they even looking at this point? Like, this, we don't know. <laughs> this is my thing. Not only does it feel like they're not looking, but it's not like they don't know to look. Like literally, Evie when he when uh they went on that um, ship wheel island with Deshaun, Evie literally told Deshaun everything he needs to know about the Beware Advantage. Oh, I forgot about that. <clears throat> and Deshaun at the time was like, "Oh my gosh, thank you, thank you so much for telling me." And it just looks like Deshaun went back to camp and went, nah, I'm not looking. <laughs> well, maybe, okay, okay, now that you got me thinking, maybe he's thinking, I have to wait until I hear both of the other people say it, and then I'll go oh, so I don't lose my vote. That, that just clicked to me, yeah. Because, like, why would he want to go lose his vote if, God forbid, uh, Uwa didn't find theirs? That makes a lot of sense. That would be a brilliant move. That is smart. Why, why do I need to find it now when I'm just going to lose my vote? And he's in, like, a good position. Like, he's a strong member of the tribe. I feel like he's well-liked. So, I feel like it's not the best opportunity to go left. Yeah. But his only thing could be, like, if someone else found it before him. It doesn't really seem like anyone's really looking all that hard. I agree. I agree. Which, I mean, they're just they're just chilling now. But after Brad delivers his wonderful line, uh, Jeff was very nice. Because I was very curious how Xander would go about it. And Jeff sets Xander up again. And Xander truly is just delivering the line in the best way he possibly can. He tries so hard. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so good doing it, too. He, uh, with his, his uh, flocks of hair, or frocks of hair. I say flocks. <laughs> just <laughs> blowing in the wind. Uh, and he he kind of says, you know, yeah, Jeff, like, you know, we're saying a bunch of crazy stuff out here, like what I said last week. And then you just get that awkward moment of um, Luvu just kind of staring at both of them. Like, what is happening at your guys' tribe right now? Yeah, they're like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> why? Like, who gave them crack? Like, what is going on? <laughs> Overall, do you like that advantage? I know you've been a big fan of the advantages altogether. But are you a fan of this advantage that kind of takes your vote away until you can activate this idol? I'm like 50-50, to be honest, because I feel like losing your vote for that long is kind of aggressive because you really have no control over what the other tribes are going to do. But it's different. I kind of like the difference of it. Like, it's just something new, something different for the game. (laughs) Like, it's always the same old, same old. I feel like this is the first time in a while where they really shook it up a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely, they're definitely taking part. Uh, the new era aspects of things, which I'll ask you a couple more about some of the the new stuff going on a little bit later, mm-hmm. um, just to get your opinion on that. But as we get into the challenge, it's a pretty close challenge. 
we got to give props to Tiffany. For oh, I love powering her. Through. I was so she, nervous. I was I thought, like biting my nails. I was like, this girl's gonna fall. Oh my God. I saw her. She's leaning as far back as possible, as far up as possible. I said, Yase is going back. And I was literally asking myself, I'm like, I, cause I thought she was gonna keep falling in over and over and over again. And I was like, surely they can't keep Xander over Tiffany if she costs them another challenge. Oh, I was so happy for her. I don't know what they would have done, though. Honestly, truly. I just I know what I would have done. I would have been like, guys, let's just keep Xander in the game. I feel I, like he'll work with us. Tiffany is hurting us too bad. I think she would have stayed because at the beginning of this episode, Leanna was all sad that they didn't vote out Xander, and that was her Pissed. one chance to make the big move. So I do feel like even if Tiffany fell and fell and fell, which she didn't because she's a queen, yes. they would have they would have voted out Xander. Uh, and, and she gets across, and Jeff is like doing that, you know, normal thing. She's like, "Come on, Tiffany, dig!" Yeah, and he's like literally like her biggest cheerleader. Her whole tribe is like, "Come on, girl, like get through this shit." Gets but- <laughs> gets across, and she just rolls in. Lover, I'm starting to love her. That You're is me that is that is so relatable, though. Like, come on, I would roll the shit off the side. After that. I'd be <laughs> just exhausted. kind of float to the beach. I come on, her. Dylan, dig. Exactly. Like she had time to get to the beach. Like didn't have to get to the beach before the next person went. I'd take a moment and like relax, try now to we, get some tan. We did have a cute moment between Xander and Brad. They're the last two people, and Xander looks over and says, "I like what you said about broccoli." I love that. <laughs> that Xander's was gonna be so sad that Brad is gone. He's gonna so, cry. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna break my heart. I I don't even know. As soon as he says Brad voted off last immunity challenge, Xander might just give up. So does Xander <laughs> does not have his vote for the rest of the season or until that, the merge? I think I'm on I'm on the side that I think they will rehide it. I you do. Okay. I just don't. And someone said, uh, Rob, this was Rob from his podcast. He said, can Jeannie just go and say the phrase now? I, she won't, but I think it would be hilarious if Luvu does find theirs, says the phrase, and then Xander says his phrase, and then Jeannie just says her phrase, so they think that they can vote, but they actually can't. Oh my god, that'd be so intense. I don't know uh, if Jeannie would do that, but like I would stand. Because she knows the phrase. She, she obviously jump, knows she, it. She would jump in front of <clears throat> Tiffany if she did that. If, if she made that move? Because I'm a Tiffy stan. I fucking love Tiffany. Is she your favorite now moving forward? Tiffany? Yes. Uh, it's, it's hard. There's so many good people this season. Like Tiffany I love. Sydney I love. Like the fact that they're beefing is stressing me out. Because I'm like, why can't you guys just love each other and like work together? I want then, Xander to do well. That's I like Xander of... too. Like I have no one that I dislike. Like it's hard. I no, like I I agree. I don't really like Heather, but I don't have a reason not to like Heather. I just don't know anything about Heather. Yeah. She likes to sit out. <laughs> That's true. Which we can talk about that. That's a good segue. Um, so she sits out for at least the second straight challenge, which we all thought you can't sit out two challenges in a row. But they came out, and the Survivor Rulebook basically states, I think Tyson was the one who brought this to everyone's attention, um, to, you can't sit out twice in one episode. So if it's not a, you know, we're not really doing reward challenges anymore. Um, So she can sit out as much as she wants, which I think that rule needs to be changed. 
You do? Yeah. I you don't? I don't really know to be honest. Like if they had um the ability to keep winning, I feel like I don't know. It's like it's a weird rule. Because I remember Philippines, I don't know if you've seen that season. Like Abby yes. Maria sat out a bunch too. A ton. She, Every she chance was, she can. Exactly. And she was like the legend of the season. So like I don't know. <clears throat> the record the record holder right now. Sorry, I have like this uh True Dork Times, you can go to True Dork Times for people listening, and they have um, a ton of Survivor uh, record holders and stats, and they keep track of everything. You can literally look up any player ever to play the game. So, does she break the record? The most sit-outs of all uh, in a single season is, I'm going to say her name wrong, uh, Janu from Season 10, Survivor Polo, sat out seven times in one season true but they they that was like a season where they <clears throat> won every challenge that's true because katie is tied with her also seven sitting out i mean so do you think she can break that you think she can sit out more than seven times in one season no way no there's not enough people and there's not <clears throat> enough challenges to do that that's a good point uh so we get we get to the end of the challenge um and let me just say, JD, who wants to be like uh, oh, Woo, no. and <laughs> Woo, and he wants to be, he said he wants to be like, uh, I think he said Joe. Uh, he wants to be a challenge beast. He says he's a challenge beast. He tries this underhanded layup, and it's, it's just not working. Oh, Iconic. Oh, I was looking for it. Did you have a hard time watching that, or were you just laughing your ass off at it? Like, I cringed a little, but then I laughed because, like, you have to realize he is such a young kid. Like, he's like 20. Yeah. He, he's yeah. on Survivor. He is literally like a baby. And he's just like living his dreams. And he's like just being dramatic and being extra, but he thinks it's going to be so awesome. And, like, he kind of got a reality check. But I still like him, too. Like, I don't hate anyone this season. Like, I think he's a good character, for sure. But it was cringy to watch. But, like, in the best of ways. I don't know if it actually, like, cost them the challenge. But we see Luvu. Luvu wins again. Um, And then Yase, who I thought, you know, I I fill out the, like, Facebook fantasy thing. Um, and I thought Yase was going to lose again. I said they weren't going to win this week. Xander put him on his like his back, which I think he really had to, or he was going to be going home. I like you said. I don't know if they would have voted off anyone else other than Xander if Yase were to go back. I do believe it was do or die for Xander, and I'm happy he was able to pull it off because mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been more of a boring episode, like at the end, because I really don't think there was any <clears throat> way for him to get out of it if they went back to tribal council. Uh, but Ua goes back and now we get, we get talking on who it's going to be tonight. Um, which we know Brad and Jeannie are close. We know Ricard and Shan is close, but Mm -hmm. it almost seems like it was Ricard and JD and Jeannie and Brad. And it seems like Shan was kind of in the middle of everything and she could decide where she wanted to go. And she, she did say, here's why maybe I should go with Brad. And here's why I should go with the guy, you know, the guys. But that got complicated when we see JD walk off to use the restroom. Oh my lord! And then a bird, we see a bird shit, 
And then he comes back and he's got no shirt on. His pants are hanging down like all the way down by his knees. And he's got this piece of paper hanging out. And Chan goes, hey, J.D., what is that? Rookie mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, even know what to say. I was like, bruh, are you kidding me? I might have been. I think he got very lucky because if he would have got voted off that night, that might have been the dumbest mistake in Survivor. It would have been up there. It was it, just so funny. It, it would have been so up relatable. There like, <laughs> like, come on, buddy. <laughs> I'm just shocked that he didn't even notice it. And he didn't even, like, try to hide it, which I guess, you know, you can't, you can at that point. But he was just like, well, I'm sorry. I was literally <laughs> so, dying laughing. Don't, don't know what you want me to do about it. Uh, and so then this put Shan in a tough spot. She went to Ricard and, you know, Ricard, I loved Ricard's reaction. They went to talk about it and Ricard just goes, I'm pissed. Almost like he was talking to like his child who just did something wrong. Um, and Shan's like, look, we got to vote JD off. We can't trust this guy. We literally like, he literally hid something from us. And Ricard just thinks it's the wrong decision. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about it. Which way would you have gone? Because I think this is the first time all season that I do believe Shan made the wrong decision. And this is such a hard question to answer because I don't know what would have been the right move. Like she could have voted off JD and that would have been like all awesome. And she could have like pocketed the extra vote. But I am a firm believer that if she voted JD, I feel like he would have been like, I gave Shan my extra vote, like all this stuff. Cause that's like, that's what I would have said if I got blindsided like that. You would have ratted her out and said, look, Shan's got an extra vote. A hundred percent. I want the airtime. I'm going to say something crazy when I go home. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's just what, like, I don't like that would have been like, she could have done that, but like that is a consequence she could have faced. But JD isn't really with anybody on that tribe. Like, when you think of, like, the tribe, I don't really think of him connected to anyone. But when I think of Brad, I think of Jeannie. So I feel like she might have made the right move, even if it wasn't the best move for me as a viewer, because I love Brad so much. (laughs) It might have been the best move for her game. It's just, you mentioned it, too. JD goes on to hand his... Um, extra vote to Shan. So that's why for me, it's a no brainer. Like you have an extra vote. He just handed it over. You can vote him out and have an extra vote. She doesn't need to give it back though. And that's true. She doesn't, which I'm interested to see if she does. I do feel she will. Um, I feel like she will. She made the funny uh, comment about you'll get this back when you're ungrounded. Which, oh my god which was awesome i was uh, like mama it, shan here she <laughs> is <laughs> it just it just blows my mind because like brad is a player that you like i would kill if i went on survivor i would kill to have a player like brad because it it looks like brad doesn't know really much about the game he's playing hard but he doesn't know much about it and he, he's telling shan literally everything like, I think Brad couldn't take a poop on the island without going, Shan, I'm going to take a poop. Oh, my God. Like, he is, he's just such an open <laughs> book to the people that he trusts. And he obviously trusted Shan and Jeannie. So, I don't know. Like, either way, Shan had to cut someone that, like, was close to her. My, like, real, like, thought after the episode was, like, why couldn't they just cut Jeannie? Like, what did Jeannie yeah. do to, like, stay? 
So she could have maybe kept. Well, the problem with that is, could she have convinced Ricard? And a lot of people are arguing is Shan like it looks like Shan is running things, but is Ricard running things? I think um, he is running it more than what people give him credit for, for sure. Because Shan runs everything back to Ricard. So at the end of the day, if you think of it that way, people are going to be pissed off at Shan for being kind of like a rat while Ricard just sits back and gains all the information doing the bare minimum just by having a good relationship with Shan. So I, I like Ricard a lot. I feel like he's playing a really good game and I really could see him going the distance, I think. He's one he of my was, sleeper picks. He was my he was my uh ultimate survivor pick. Really? Like soul okay. survivor. He what I just thought from his videos, I said I think he's going to be really strong. By the way, shout out to Ricard. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, uh, but he was the first survivor player to actually follow the Instagram page. Um so you guys can go check out uh, our Instagram at Survivor Now Podcast, and we have a Twitter at Survivor Now Pod. Uh, just had to throw that out there. Uh, but shout out to Ricard. But I do think Ricard is a strong player. Um, and I think, I will say, do you think JD could look at this opportunity and say, well, I already screwed over uh, Ricard and Shan. And let's say Shan gives that, we both think she's going to give that extra vote back. Could he go with? genie and vote off for carter shan and turn this thing around i doubt it because genie just put his name down mm-hmm. and i feel like um jd is the player that wants to just be well liked by everyone get along with everyone have good mm-hmm. connections so i feel like he's gonna try to always be with like the majority i don't think he's gonna put himself in a position where it's like a two two plus his extra vote I think he's just going to want to be well-liked, and I really think he'll be with Shan until either mm-hmm. she goes home or he goes home. Whoever goes first, I do think he'll be loyal to her for the rest of the game. I, I think I think JD, and this might have gone into why Shan kept him, uh, Shan and Ricard. Uh, I keep, see, people are sleeping on Ricard. Uh, they are. Ricard is a really good player. People. Everyone just... keeps talking Shan. Shan, Shan, Shan. But Ricard seems like, I mean, he was the one who said, look, we are not voting JD he just let Shan um, do that vote. Like, he said, I'll let Shan, like, run the vote, which is smart for him. Because now Shan's going to be like, all right, Ricard really values my opinions and stuff. And he'll be good. Like, I really, I don't see a world where he goes before, like, the final six. Like, I really think he's going to be in there for the long run. Yeah, I, I, I agree. So we, we get to Tribal. Uh, just because just I'm curious, heading into Tribal, who do you think it was going to be? I had no idea. I really thought it was going to be JD, but I think it's just because I like Brad so much that I just was like holding out hope that it was going to be him. But then, like, if you really think about it, like, I feel like they did make the right choice by voting Brad. So I don't know. I I looked like a fool to my family because um, I've been really getting into the whole, which I'm mad at myself for for becoming a survivor fan like this, but really into like the show's edits. So like I saw like Jeff was asking Voce like to give his life story and everything. And that, that could kind of show you that he was the one going home. So like, I've been trying to pay attention more to the edits and stuff just because, because of the podcast and everything, I'm trying to get to know the show even more and get like a greater knowledge of the show. Yeah. Um, But like I was watching like the questions they were asking and everything 
which JD during tribal was literally like, look, this is the game of survivor. People are going to lie, which blows my mind even more that Shan's like, okay, it's fine to keep him. He's literally like, look, people oh, are going to lie. Uh, but he kept going to JD and I felt like JD was almost giving his life story. So I was looking at everyone. I said, it's JD. I even tweeted. I said, it's JD. And then I had to retweet and be like, well, I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of threw me for a loop. So, we can now talk about the sadness of Brad being voted out with a steal a vote and the other beware advantage of the immunity idol. So, I mean, I what's was, your final thoughts with, with Brad? I was so upset because I don't know, like, if you, like, I'm like a Survivor fan like you. Like, I pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. And during the voting confessionals, they showed JD voting for Brad. Mm-hmm. So I looked at it, and that wasn't even the first Brad vote they showed. They showed, like, one of the other ones first. I think yeah. it was, like, Shan's. So at that point, when I saw the first Brad vote that wasn't JD's, I knew Brad was toast, and I was so upset. Oh, no. So it, like, ruined the suspense for me a little bit, because I was like, that's not JD's vote. Like, Yeah, obviously. you knew his writing and, and everything, yeah. Because they showed it on camera. They flipped it. I was like, that doesn't look like the one I just saw. And then they flipped the next jd's i was like ah crap like brad is so screwed but like, I'm, I'm, i go ahead you go oh i was just i was just gonna add i'm shocked with how they showed the votes and everything that they only showed one vote uh for jd and not because brad and genie both voted jd and they only showed one and then it, i'm pretty sure like was it jd who was the first vote or was it brad I uh, I think it was JD. I think it went JD, Brad, Brad, no, you JD, know. Brad, Brad, or something like that. Either yeah, way. it was it was like that. Which I'm shocked. Uh, I, I, it's not a big factor or anything, but I was shocked they didn't build up the suspense more and go Brad, JD, Brad, JD, and kind of leave it up to, you know, this is the final vote situation. The no vote. But I feel like the, them not showing the no vote could work well for Jeannie because she could go up to JD and be like, oh my God, I didn't vote you. It was unanimous four to True. one. Yeah. If okay, she was that smart. Would that's Brad, what I would do. Brad's got to be back on the show, though. I mean, he is he's 50 years old and they are very big on new players. Jeff Probst has stated, we're not having anyone come back. We're not doing that anymore. Like, this is a new era. Like, you can... He keeps saying, take the four off of 41, and it's basically one. Um, So (laughs) as much as I know, at least we do, and everyone else that I've heard in podcasts and stuff, everyone loved Brad. And uh, he was on the island for a week. And we got a spy shack, two advantages, telling people straight to their face, look, I mean, you two are, one of you should go. Um, and, uh, it, Brad was, Brad was a treat. I honestly, and people are going to hate hearing me say this, but I don't think Brad's going to be back just because unless he comes back like 10 years and he's willing to play when he's 60, which I mean, Brad's in great shape because he booked it down the beach faster than I could to get to the spy shack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I think we covered everything there. We still have a couple more minutes and that's perfect. Cause I want to talk to you about. Uh, some of the other stuff, how are you feeling about – we'll start off with the game within the game. Hit me with – oh, 
Honestly, truly, I have not done those at all. I'm the worst. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fake fan. <laughs> no, no, like I've 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 done them, uh, but it, do you feel they're necessary, or do you feel like that's just something too much? Isn't that like what Jeff said to like get younger players involved? Yeah, he's doing it for the he's like the young players at home, so you guys can get involved. So I think it's kind of like a marketing strategy to try to keep you know, the little ones in front of the TV. We know attention span nowadays. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's non-existent. It's, not it's, been, no it's been pretty fun. I mean, I've been going along with it. It's super easy. I mean, you'll figure it out in like two seconds. I love uh, that. But, I mean, if there's not a prize at the end of the season, like tickets to the, a live show or something, I'm going to be extremely mad. <laughs> what do you think? Can you repeat that? Sorry. Yeah. No, I said, I said if there's not like a – a, a prize for like solving it the fastest or something at the end of the season of like hey you solved <laughs> it the fastest here's like here's like two, tickets two to tickets. the finale yeah yeah or <laughs> or hey little timmy from massachusetts i know you're eight but you solved it the fastest so you get to be on the next season i'm yes. gonna be extremely i'm gonna be extremely disappointed Shout out to Massachusetts. Love that. <laughs> Shout out to, to Massachusetts. Uh, last thing I have, I think, about the newness is how are you enjoying, like, all the new ways they're editing? You have the flashbacks. You have kind of these, like, deep dives into their history. And then you have, like, Jeff breaking the fourth wall, which has kind of been awkward at times. I think breaking the fourth wall is weird. I, it gives me kind of, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of that. But he doesn't do it that much, so like I, I'll let it slide. <laughs> like last week at Tribal, when he's like, "They're about to come in. We're about to have a vote." <laughs> You're like, like oh, okay, "Okay, thanks, Captain Obvious. We <laughs> fucking knew that they were coming in. Thank you." Oh. Sorry, Jeff, but it just is what it is. Um, the um flashbacks, I kind of like. It gives you more of like a little, like background into their lives. Like I liked the Tiffany background in the first episode when. She got the call that she was going to be on the show, and you could see how excited she was. Mm-hmm. I liked like the backgrounds for like everyone else. I can't like think of all the most of top of my yeah, head. Yeah, it's yeah. been a couple of weeks, but like I do like that. Like I don't hate it. Like I I could fuck with that in the future if they keep doing that. But you're a fan. I know it's been mixed signals with the new season and it, trying out all this new stuff. Are you ultimately a fan of how this season's been going? Because I'll just say. I've heard a lot of hate about it. Um, people are saying it's too confusing. You don't, you know, there's too many steal a vote and extra votes out there. I love what they're doing with the votes. I think they're making them more like, like someone said, a survivor currency. Like that is perfect. Like you could trade votes, like keep me in the game. I'll give you an extra vote. And like, I, I don't think it's that hard to keep track of, to be honest. And I've been thoroughly entertained so far. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I like, agree, agree with, with that, that so hard. So, well, I want to thank Dylan. Thank you so much for being on the show. I would, I hope you had fun, and I would love to have you back, man. It was, it was so, so much fun. fun. Let, Let me, me know. know. Oh, I'll, I will keep you. We gotta, we gotta stay in touch and everything. And I will say, go check out uh, the Instagram page at Survivor Now Podcast. Go check out the Twitter at Survivor Now Pod. There's no cast on that one. It's just Pod P O D. The schedule has changed uh, based off my work schedule. So we will be doing the pre-shows for the next episode on Tuesdays. And we will be doing the post-shows Wednesday night uh, around 11 o'clock midnight right after uh, 
it airs out west. So if you are listening out west, that works out for you. You can just get right off of there and hop on and listen to the podcast um, straight after Survivor. So that works out. But Dylan, you got anything else to say? Give Randy some love. Follow his podcast. He's amazing. Um, Hopefully I'm back soon. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thanks, guys.